Hi, I am Hannah Beer, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Unraveling Money Podcast, where we approach the often stressful, and let's admit it, very confusing topic of money in an entirely new and different way. In this space, money gets to be blissful. Welcome to another episode of Unraveling Money. I'm so excited to be here with my best friend, Ashley Frost. She's a neo-emotional release practitioner who's specializing in anger work. And I've been wanting to have her on the podcast for quite a long time because a theme that comes up with my clients a lot around money is anger and feeling helpless, feeling frustrated, feeling like things aren't going and working the way they want to, feeling like they keep banging their head into a wall or they have one foot on the gas, one foot on the brakes, and something is just not working. And so anger is a topic that we explore in depth in Money Bliss, but it's even better to have an anger expert uh, on the podcast to ask all the questions and to really explore this topic in depth. So if you've been feeling frustrated around money or just feeling like you've been really pissy, really angry lately, then you're in the perfect, perfect place. And just a heads up, because that's a personal trigger of mine, we're not going to make you wrong for feeling angry. In this space, all feelings are always welcome. Your feelings are always on point. So today is just the opportunity to be really, really curious about what your anger is trying to tell you. And I'm so excited to have the perfect guest here to explore this topic with. Like I said, Ashley is my best friend. Uh, We met when I moved to Amsterdam. For me, it was friendship at first sight. Saw her, loved her. We had crazy adventures, the highest highs, the lowest lows since then, lots of personal and professional um, changes and evolutions and breakdowns, breakthroughs and everything in between. Um, We know each other really, really well, but I feel like there's always so much more to explore when it comes to Ashley. So I'm very, very curious, very honored and delighted to have her here today. Thank you, Ashley, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Hannah, for having me and for that beautiful introduction. It really it's so beautiful to be switching from personal to really sharing also from the business side of things as well. So I'm very humbled to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited. And one thing you guys need to know about Ashley is she's a freaking hoot. She is so, 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 so funny. So I hope that some of her humor is going to come through today as well. But I know I'm setting the stakes very high. <laughs> so let's just yeah, dive It's like right an impossible in. standard to meet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's like be funny as well. Anyway, so we always start the podcast talking about our money stories. All of us have a money story. So Ashley, what would you say yours is? How does it begin? Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm... I have to preface that it feels very vulnerable to come on and normally you can just talk about the things that you're doing, but actually to really go deep into this very sensitive topic of money is, um, yeah, I noticed that I'm feeling <laughs> a little nervous about that. <laughs> um, and yeah, my money story has dramatically shifted, to be honest, in even just the last year. Um, I was really going through my life raised around parents who were not very able to manage their money. so the words almost financial illiteracy would come up. So being exposed to an environment where the concept of saving or the concept of budgeting and everything in between that just didn't exist in a structured way. So this kind of bled then into my adult life. So the second that I was 
already earning my jobs and I worked many jobs as a um, student uh, that the money would just go there was no concept of not having not having more money than you could spend etc and yeah this led then into being a, in a corporate environment where I'm earning a lot of money and nevertheless this topic still coming up of never being able to hold on to the money and when I started working with Hannah five or six years ago now um, and she was coaching and we were going through all the family constellation aspects of this and there's an element also of just realizing that I just never felt worthy of having money because to do that would mean being different than my family and this is something the last couple of years I've deeply been healing through this element of trust in the universe of really trusting that when you're in line with your purpose and in line with the thing that you're meant to do on this planet where everything you do comes from ease then the money just flows and this is a journey I'm still on but it's a journey that in the last year has been absolutely wild and that's since really been knuckling down on yeah this mission that I'm on anger and emotional release in particular amazing so your construction site around money has historically been allowing yourself to have more than you need to spend, to have a little overflow and to actually get to retain some money. What was it, what impact did it have on you to always feel like money was just running out? No matter how much you were earning, there was never really anything left at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. the, the concept of really lack of safety in my body and my environment. And this is a feeling that I, now that I understand about nervous system dysregulation and how the body needs to feel safe for it to be in a state of health, I noticed that throughout my whole life, there was always aspects of illnesses coming up and stress and depression and things arising because of really just not feeling safe on this planet, of really not feeling safe that money would be there to protect me and to live an abundant life. There had to be so much reprogramming around this concept and around this idea that has been brutal to be honest and has been very needed but yeah it's yeah it's good work that you're doing Hannah I really have to say <laughs> thank you it's it continues to be so fascinating to me how um how our emotional capacity to feel safe correlates with the amount of savings that we have one of my biggest passions with my clients is to help them feel what, what happens in their bodies as their savings grow, as they meet certain savings, um, you know, we call them soul money set points, you know, as their savings approaches a certain number, how their nervous system starts to unwind because the amount of money in savings is a powerful symbol for safety. And many of us are like you, where we grew up and we never really felt met or emotionally seen, really felt safe and heard and grounded in our parents' presence. So now as adults, we're supposed to do that for ourselves. We're supposed to use money to build a safe and healthy, happy life. And we have no idea. And we don't even know what that would feel like in our bodies because we've never experienced it. So it sounds like this is some of the journey that you're on of really discovering for yourself what it feels like to be free and to be self-expressive and at the same time to feel held, to feel safe so that a sense of calm can enter your life. Is, does that feel true? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so why anger? What led you to anger work? 
Oh, so um, I did my training with emotional releases two years ago. Um, so the method of neo-emotional release is really um, getting you to this point of accessing deep core subconscious and traumas that are stored in your body, whether they're from yourself, from your parents, from your ancestors, from experiences that have happened in your life. These energy blockages, which you very much also work with, and this method is really allowing you to come into contact with these parts and these emotions, these energies. And for myself, I joined that training, having just left my corporate job. I was in a huge chaotic year of 2020 with a breakup and lots of different aspects that were happening, regardless of the fact we had a pandemic going on. It was a very turbulent year. And I joined this training, never having experienced it, but just being like, I know I need to be here. It was like a full intuition. It was in the town that I grew, grew up in Germany. I was like, I have to be here. This is just a non-negotiable. This is a training for me. And yeah, this aspect of how anger work came up, it really took two years of incubation. So of really going through the motions of learning and practicing with emotional release and working with some clients, but then really this initiation, which was falling into a very, very deep depression, uh, which happened in 2021, a depression that nearly took me, that really I had lost all faith and money was at the core of this depression. We were in a, pan in a lockdown. I had no job. I had no clients. I had to make really like rough decisions on how to pay my rent and things like this that were like not in integrity with who I am as a human being. And this, then I got COVID and, and my body was then failing. So it was like, everything felt like it was being pulled out under my feet. And I was getting these mysterious body pains that were happening. And when I really went into the root of what was happening in my system, and this is what I see so often with my clients who have depression, that th this is internalized rage, where there's so much happening on the outside that's disappointing us, whether it's our job, our body, our relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And this is too much to put, put outwards. And so it's like transmitted inward. It's like self-hate, like this hate of not wanting to exist on this planet. And things flowed from there. Like I went to a, a retreat and learned about anger release and anger exercises. I started incorporating this into my own healing from the depression. So every evening sitting and doing anger work and really feeling and feeling the, the sadness and the fear underneath all of that. And little by little, I noticed that my the fatigue was getting less. The depression was lifting and people were coming into my field because that's how it works. If you heal something, people then come to you with the same topic that this has really just flowed in the last year. So I've been guiding anger releases with our retreats. I've been guiding them online. I have been guiding over hundred clients this year alone on emotional and anger release. And yeah, I'm working with the Emotional Release Institute now as yeah, part of the team and part of the co-teachers, um, really spreading this message. So we were in LA, we've been in Berlin, we go to Amsterdam, Mexico. There's a lot of things coming up. And that's the thing, if you told me that a year ago, where last January I didn't want to be on this planet and now I'm traveling around the world and currently in a beautiful house in Mallorca just because I can because that's what happens when you embrace the abundance um yeah so that the anger aspect it can sound very brutal but anger is actually such a um, transforming energy it's really this like catalyst that gets things going in your life because you're really then stepping into your power and stepping into your self-responsibility and the only way to be successful with your money is to be in your self-responsibility. So.
Yeah. Ashley, I'm getting chills because I remember that moment. I remember us talking at the end of December and I just hated being away from you because we weren't in the same country at the time. I just hated not being able to hug you. It's really difficult when someone's in such a low, low, low state. And I love that you're talking about what can come after, but many of us are also stuck in it for a long, 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 long time. Um, when I was in a really, really dark place, we were living to, in, in Amsterdam. You were sitting on my bed next to me, holding me. And so both of us are examples of how processing emotions, processing trauma really does create release and that there are tools to help. And I love that you don't sugarcoat it. It is work. It's not comfortable. It's not pretty. It takes however long it takes. It takes what it takes. And so I'm just so grateful that you're in a much better place. I love you wherever you are, but that just makes me feel much better <laughs> as someone who loves you so, so much. And I just love that you found, you know, anger work and that you found something that really calls you and that you're you're sharing this more and more. Um, question I just wanted to ask <laughs> escaped me because I was so, so moved by your story. Um, but I wanted I can to also add a little bit. You want oh, to, please or... do. Yeah. Yeah. Just that aspect of um, really not avoiding the uncomfortable feelings. This is the essence of what I'm doing with my clients and what we do with the groups and the trainers that we're taking through these processes of retreats that we so often don't want to feel the quote unquote bad feelings, the anger, the sadness, the grief, the fear, the helplessness, the shame. And actually these emotions, because we're not looking at them, it doesn't mean they go away. It's actually on the contrary. If, if you do not allow an emotion to be felt when it comes up, because it is just energy emotion, it's just a messenger that's coming up in that moment from an external stimuli. If you don't allow yourself to feel it, it goes and falls back into your body, into the subconscious. And this is where so many things where the stress that comes from depression or from money it can make you sick like it literally can make you physically ill whether it's tension autoimmune things going on like there's so many different topics that can come from chronic stress chronic dis-ease of the body and this is why this work is so potent that, that I've had clients who've had ailments heal overnight such as eczema such as pains mysterious things going on in their body that from one session can be healed because it's really coming from an emotional root and yeah, I just wanted to reinforce like how important that is. Like your emotions are everything. And here's the good news about all of this. I feel like so many of us have experienced excruciating pain, really, really, really difficult things that are just, you know, that broke us for a moment for a long time. But at the end of the day, there was always a part of us or somewhere inside of us that knew the truth, that knew that the treatment wasn't right, that knew that this type of suffering isn't normal, who knew that this isn't all that there is, right? Like there was always, and this is what I find is so beautiful and so relentlessly kind about our bodies, is that no matter how long we stay in an uncomfortable situation, the feelings persist. It's like the body keeps saying, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't right. Days go by, weeks go by, months go by, years go by, decades go by. Body persists, this isn't right, this isn't right. Like this feeling of truth in our bodies that is such a powerful compass is impossible to turn off 
in any person mm. for any reason. And that is amazing. And then my clients come to me and I wonder if it's similar in your space. My clients often come to me and they'll say, oh, but I shouldn't be feeling sad or I shouldn't be feeling angry or I shouldn't be feeling scared. And I'm, I'm just, it's like fascinating to me because the body is always right. The body is what's scanning your environment, reading it accurately, processing the information, feeding to you really, really, really important instinctual clues on what to do through your emotions. Your emotions are always correct. If you're angry, you're supposed to be angry. You know, you can go into that in more detail, right? If you're feeling sad, yes, you have every reason to be sad. It is absolutely appropriate to be sad. And I think even when life can feel so overwhelming and so disorienting and like so much, there is always an instinctual part of ourselves deep within that knows the truth and that is guiding us forward in the right direction. And it will never give up. Even though we might be like, if I could just stop, just calm down, or if I could just stop being such a pissy bitch, or if I could just enter whatever you want to call yourself, you know, that part doesn't care. It'll keep telling you the truth. It does not give a shit. Can you comment on that? I love that, that phrase you have of um, you stop shooting all over yourself is like my favorite phrase ever. Right. I, I learned from you. And I mean, if you want to get even a little technical about this instinctual feeling that your body has, with emotional release, we're working with the myofascial tissue network that's in your body. This is a, a thin sliver that covers like every single part of your body. Every part of your cell has a myofascial cover to it. It's almost like a matrix. And they've even shown studies that this matrix can feel an impact before something is coming. Like this is our intuition that's actually happening on a, happening on a physiological level. And it's like you say, if you don't listen to that aspect, like you don't listen to that gut instinct of like, this feels right or this feels wrong, then your body will tell you. And that's where you, you're feeling. Then I imagine a lot of your clients have physical issues that are coming up because of the aspect of stress that's coming from not listening to their body. And then yeah. I love the physical transformations. Maybe you can talk about that for yourself. But my clients are like, I'm, I'm able like, or I can talk about myself when I really I call it getting over the hump for me at some point I just got over the hump and experienced that yes you can be calm you can be peaceful you can be happy like have all these like flowing emotions all the time like my anger now it doesn't feel so much like anymore it just feels like this is a yes this is a no don't fuck with me it more feels like focus and decisiveness that's what my anger feels like when it's in a flowing state and it's not just like gritting my teeth and like trying not to explode at every moment of my day and so after I kind of got over the hump and really got to like a much easier part of my my life my body really changed like I don't have all these like muscle spasms and like the jaw that's like clenching and the teeth that are grinding at night. And I'm so much more, more flexible. My digestion is like, I, you can feed me anything. I can drink motor oil and my body could digest it. <laughs> like, I don't need any diets. Like my body is thriving and I'm sleeping so deeply at night. And if something like comes up, like my body regulates my emotions in the moment. I don't have to be like, oh, I'm feeling discomfort. I have to go home and then process it. No, like in the moment I regulate and then I just respond and I move on. And like, 
I'm all, sometimes I'm thinking like, is this what it feels like to be a deer? Is this what it feels like to be an animal where the mind doesn't jump in and try and like stop the process where my body is just doing what it needs to do in order to move through the environment that I'm in. And it feels lovely. It feels so nice to have like loose shoulders and like a soft belly and to be able to sleep and to not lie awake for two hours before being able to you know, really drift off into slumber. It's really, really lovely. Did you experience a similar physical transformation as well? Oh, and the glowing skin. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the skin gone. is probably the, the first thing. <laughs> um, and I, I, it's, it's beautiful that you've had this experience, but this is, this is like the utopia of what people want when their body is regulated. And that aspect of really just feeling soft and adaptable to any situation and I mean, for myself in this journey, I definitely was not like that at points. And there's still points like my shoulders get tense and there's still points when the, there's tiredness coming in. And then I always know like, hey, I'm still on this journey. I, I can help other people, but I'm still on that process of really mastering the emotions and I'm not there yet at all. Um, there's aspect of what, if there's people who are listening who are like, okay, but like, that sounds like an amazing dream, but like, I'm nowhere near that right now. Like, how to get started with this aspect because a lot of people try and do a meditation practice we have a yoga practice and when not enough of us are doing an emotional regulation practice and what does that actually mean but that's actually taking like three times of your week to sit on your bed maybe put a pillow in front of yourself and feel in of what's actually going on like really going to the different organs like go and ask your liver like hey how are you feeling right now and I guarantee for most of us because society's most repressed emotion is anger that liver is going to be like donald trump like get out of here like i don't want to be like get away it's like a really it's a huge organ it stores so much pressure and to do that in general and if there's topics coming up like you're having issues with not standing up for yourself at work or there's someone has really crossed your boundaries with a business opportunity or a client or anything like this your anger needs a space to be felt so because it's obviously not socially acceptable and I do not advise this to go and punch someone in the face because that's not okay you go home and learn how this feels like how did that feel in your body at that time and express it so screaming into your hand or a pillow hitting a pillow shaking your body to an angry song for five minutes and this isn't what you need to do for the rest of your life this is something that takes time it took me about a year of doing this like three four times a week to really then know that when I was encountered with an angry causing situation in real life that my body was able to process that more because I was like yeah pff, I've already I've already felt this like I felt this kind of like I can now focus and give you an answer that is in my own dignity and in my own power similar to how you said as well so, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I love that and then of course um anyone listening who's a little bit like me who's like I would never fucking do that where like I would never sit, get a pillow. Everything Ashley said just now sounds reasonable and I'm sure it works, but there is no way I will ever get myself to do this. Let's be completely honest. So if you're like me and you need to like have a practitioner like Ashley, um, we call it hold space, but it's also hold accountable so you can't run away. <laughs> it's a little bit of like a loving force that's involved. It's okay to get help around this because you know, I really, for me, things needed to get so bad that I just knew that the only way was up. Like I just needed to go do what I knew I need, needed to be done. And so you don't have to 
you don't have to take a page out of my book where you let your life circumstances get so bad that they force you into into focusing on the discomfort. You're welcome to start a little sooner. You're welcome to reach out to Ashley or to somebody who you feel safe enough to, to do this work with. I personally couldn't do it myself. I needed lots and lots and lots of support. I always say it's like giving yourself a haircut. I don't give myself haircuts. It ends up looking terrible. I go to the experts for that. And so it's okay. If you're listening, you're like, I need help with this. That's absolutely fine. Ashley needed help. I needed help. If you're like us, that's cool. Brilliant. And my goal actually is I, I I never want a client to have to work with me that long, to be honest. It's actually probably a very bad business model. I want a client to come to really have this experience where they're like, okay, now I'm really meeting these intense parts of myself and facing them and feeling this freedom afterwards. Like it's really this fe feeling of lightness that comes after doing emotional release. And it's different to this aspect of doing breath work or maybe just doing an intense dancing because yes, that is releasing stuff, but with emotional release, you're actually really identifying the core root of what that trauma was or that person or that moment. And that brings this clarity that feels so light. And eventually at some point, like how I've been doing with myself now, you get to a point where you don't need a guide. Like obviously it's beautiful to dive into that and you have to really, be, it's like having a private yoga class. Like you do so much more because there's someone guiding you. It's kind of, but um, yeah, I, I wanted to also add because I, I want the impression you work primarily with women. Um, and this topic of anger is huge. For women um, this aspect of really in society that we're having to wear this mask of being this the good girl or the good woman this dutiful wife or like selfless mother and everything in between the this these different um, characters that we have to carry and the real disdain in society of seeing a woman being angry and um, we have this image of an angry woman burning her bra like a feminist who's like running down the street or like if you see someone being angry you're like oh she's being a bitch or she's being cruel and we're very much applauded if he stands in his power and yeah it's very much people like to see that so it's really just it's a topic that's huge that like most of my clients with the topic of anger are women um from all ages and really starting to step into this power that is within and to know that the this rage that we have is sacred and it doesn't need to be scary or destructive. It just destroys the right things that need to be destroyed um, at the right time. So yeah, even saying like no is a full sentence. Like that's my favorite thing. I'm like, no, don't need to give you an, an answer. Don't need to justify my no. Like that crosses my boundaries, no. <laughs> and people get very triggered by this. So it's also <laughs> learning to deal with that as well. <laughs> yeah, there is no way to a happy and peaceful life that I found that doesn't involve some sort of practice where you stay in your center while people really disagree, don't listen, don't try to understand, um, are very unhappy with you, and you just need to make the right decision for yourself anyway. There is no way around it. And especially with the good girl wiring that most of us have received, there's often a feeling of, you know, what do you mean? I'm supposed to please myself. I'm supposed to take care of myself. I'm supposed to put myself first. Like it can almost feel like death. 
because our survival strategy for so long has been if I try to make everybody else happy and if I'm demure and cute and lovely, then hopefully nobody will be mad at me and I will be able to survive. But we do live in a really cool time now on this planet where we can create our own financial resources, we can create our own careers, we can create our own homes, and you know we're not dependent on um, on needing to perform like a good girl as much anymore in order to survive. So it's also a really amazing time to be to be doing this work. And I also love that you shared about the lightness that comes on the other side. And so I remember when I first started to notice, oh my God, I am full of unprocessed emotions, like to the brim. I had like all the blocks, I had everything. And I was really scared to look because I thought it might be never ending. I thought, is this, I don't think I can handle this. It's too much. And I now know that yes, at some point you do get to a place of lightness. You do get to a place where things feel much more manageable and easier. Um, and I think that's also so beautiful that our bodies want to release, our bodies want to heal. Our bodies at some level, even if they've never experienced it before, they do know that our natural state is one where we feel really, really good. But the other thing I wanna say is that I feel like my emotions have never gone away. I remember thinking if only I could be less fearful or less angry or less just like heartbroken about everything in life that's just affecting me so much. I'm now realizing that the emotions, when they're not stuck, they don't hurt. Like now when I'm angry, I'm angry and I'm sad and I feel the full range of emotions that we all feel because the experience of being human is intense um, but it doesn't hurt because it's not stuck. Can you comment on that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not stuck and there's no less stories around it that we have because there's one thing to be like, this person crossed my boundary and I feel anger, but if they're like, and this means that no one ever respects me and no one ever this, 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 and this is all coming from like things from your past where there's maybe ex examples happened that made you believe that. So... Yeah, I really, it just resonates a lot that, um, yeah, when you process these emotions and this lightness is coming, I really feel the emotional work, it's it, it's very much like the, I want to call it like dark night of the soul because that is how it feels sometimes. That's probably, I've been through a few of them in my life and you have to feel this calling to go on this journey. And for many times, like you said, if you're feeling all these intense emotions, you you're like, I know that I need to do this and it's not quite yet, but at some point you're ready to embark on that. At some point you're ready to dive into this underworld that is your subconscious, that is the darkness. And that when you say for some people, it feels like they have to, they, it's like death. In a way it is. There is some part of your psyche, this old version of yourself, every time you go on a trip down into this underworld to face the dragon, to gather the tools, to to have a guide, like a little cute wizard who comes and helps you on this journey, which is not me. <laughs> With my little, yeah. When this is happening and then you, at some point, you really feel like I can't do this anymore. I want to go back. And it's like, no, you can't go back. Like this is, you've decided to go on this and there is light back at the end of this tunnel. You fight the dragon, you defeat that, whatever that enemy looks like inside of yourself. You come back up to the surface, to the surface world and 
bring the gifts of this journey and yeah for me that feeling of really working with the light and working with the dark because they both have their place and they both feed each other in that sense so yeah it might also be my inner Scorpio that's bringing in the darkness a little bit but <laughs> it's very I necessary love that. and here's also just just another way to think about this I remember feeling so tired like exhausted like a train had run me over when I was suppressing all that stuff. And I remember thinking, I'm using all of my energy to keep the stuff where I put the stuff because nobody better touch my fucking stuff. This is my stuff. Let's keep it covered up all the way down there. Don't even talk. I don't have any stuff. Stay away. (laughs) And so all of my energy was put towards squashing this down. It's like keeping a beach ball underwater. It's not easy. Like it takes a lot of energy. And then there I was being like, but why can't I be creative? Why can't I go make money? Why do I feel so exhausted? Why can't I get up out of bed every day? Why do I feel like just one more life admin thing that I needed to do just felt absolutely impossible to shoulder. I just felt like my, I had an empty tank. Like I had nothing left to give toward building my life. And I saw everybody around me be like, you know, build a relationship, build a career, build a business, like do all those things. I was like, I'm not doing any of those things. I'm exhausted, but I'm not doing anything. How can I be exhausted? I should be doing more. That was the place that I was in. And then my life where my soul forced me lovingly, rightfully so to face what was down there and to process it and to experience the lightness. And now I'm like an energizer bunny. I was never this way. I jump out of bed. I have all this energy. I'm just jumping around all day. I, like it's it's amazing. I'm so, it doesn't matter where I am in my cycle hormonally. I'm just, I always have energy. I always have mental clarity. I always, like I said, I don't eat anything specific. I just eat whatever I want and I feel amazing. And I'm like, wow, like this much energy went towards that. And so of course I didn't have any energy to go build my life. So for those of you listening who are like, yeah, what Ashley's talking about sounds nice, but it also sounds like hella inconvenient. And it is, <laughs> but it's, and those of you who may think that you can not do this work or that you can kind of go around it or brush past it, you kind of can't because all that energy that you're using to squash your emotions is the exact energy that you need to build what you want to build. And all of you listening, you know exactly what it is that you want to build and you're capable of building this. And this idea, this desire, this calling chose you for a reason. You have everything it takes. It's your divine assignment to go create this and you won't come to peace until you go do it. But you need to recover your energy from trying to hide all the stuff. Because that is the exact energy that you need to build it. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I always like it, liken it to like a high security prison that we have inside of us where we've put all of the rejected, horrible, ugly, gargoyle parts of ourselves and locked them away in this prison. But they're always trying to escape. They're always trying to crawl their way up. And whether that comes through, because our subconscious communicates with us in ways that are not logical. It will come up in our dreams. It will come up with the people that we're attracting to us. It will come up then in our body and its symptoms. But these, I always, like, you can picture it really well, like these ugly parts that have got like five eyes and are like four, four legs. And they're just like, I'm your unlooked at shame. And then it's just like, no, 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 no. 
um no thank you <laughs> this is happening inside of us it's taking life force energy to keep this down like you said the beach ball analogy is really beautiful because that takes it's always trying to slip out from you it's always trying to come up because the natural place for the air to be and the ball is on top of the water so it is draining you in a sense to keep these emotions not on the surface and not looked at and that's where I come in so I help us get some little move some water out the way let the ball come up a bit <laughs> maybe let some air out so it doesn't have to come up so forcefully <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh Ashley I could talk with you forever and ever and ever and ever I just love this conversation it really helps me reflect back on um what those past couple of years felt like for me I remember when you sat on my bed next to me holding me, no way in hell would I have believed that feeling good consistently without even trying and just having a really good time in life, no matter what's going on. Cause like I'm human too. Like life happens to me just like it happens to everybody else. We live on the same planet with the same, you know, positives and negatives. Um, but to be able to navigate life in 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 such a way, I didn't know that it was possible. And so I'm just, it's really cool to be able to reflect because it continuously reinforces um, the truth that our bodies want to heal. Our bodies know that feeling amazing and then having, you know, all the financial resources that you could need and having work that really fulfills and energizes and sustains you, that that is the bare minimum. That is just normal. It's healthy. It's, you know, we're all supposed to be living in the garden of Eden. Zion is supposed to be our home. That's just, you know, your body knows that. And so if you're listening to this podcast episode and something within you feels this little like tug in your gut or in your heart where you just know, yes, yes, something about this feels right. And you feel called to either reach out to Ashley or I, um, go ahead and do so. We love receiving messages and emails from all of you guys. Um, so for anyone who's listening who are like, I want to reach out to Ashley, how can they do that? Yeah, beautiful. I'll, um, the main way to contact me is through Instagram. So at Ashley V Frost. Um, but I'll make sure that you have all the links and everything for people if they want to book in a discovery call with me, which is normally how most people come to me for emotional release. So we can talk about what's really happening, what's going on before diving into such an intimate process as well between the both of us. So, yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and your candor. I love you so much. Words can mm -hmm. say. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Hannah. I love you. I've got a special gift for you. Claim your 13 Money Bliss affirmation cards and accompanying audio at hannahbeer.com slash affirmations. That's H-A-N-N-A-B-I-E-R dot com slash affirmations for free right now. These affirmation cards are magical. When you read them once, twice, again and again, they will open the way to a new and more fruitful relationship with money. You'll start to live this energy called money bliss and be astounded with the amazing results you can create in no time. I promise. Head on over to hannahbeer.com affirmations now.